0: What up, people? It is Monday, August 2nd. My name is B Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast. So let's talk. Uh, since the last podcast, I have been battling a cold for the past week and a half. Um, initially, I did take a COVID test, and fortunately, it came back negative. But I was kind of concerned about it, even though I am fully vaccinated. But I ended up going to the doctor last Monday, uh, a week ago, actually, and was diagnosed with an upper respiratory infection and an ear infection. So, of course, she gave antibiotics and I'm working my way through those. Uh, I'm probably about 90% now, but I still have somewhat of a lingering cough. And the ear infection is still kind of hanging on as well, but definitely feel a lot better than I have in a in a couple of weeks. So very thankful for that. Um a lot has happened since the last podcast of course. And I was looking at some clips of Wendy Williams. I don't like Wendy Williams anyway. Uh never been a fan of hers. I hate people who make their living off of celebrity gossip. Um But she's been out of pocket for a minute, especially since her divorce. Uh, She made some comments about Tabitha Brown. And Tabitha Brown seems like one of the sweetest people in the world. And why she decided to come for for Tabitha, I have no idea. Well, actually I do. It's because she had a shitty marriage. And Tabitha Brown made a post, uh, I guess on Instagram that she was going to retire her husband that he could pursue anything he wanted to do at this point because she's doing well in her career and that she was going to retire him um, I think he was in law enforcement maybe for like 15 years and she said that she had asked him or they had made an agreement that he would allow her to pursue her career and um you know what she made is she would allow him to pursue his passion and she's living um, living up to her promise to him and Wendy Williams came for her saying that that was stupid and that he just wanted her for the money and just because that's what she went through that doesn't mean that's the case for every relationship Uh, and then she made a comment about a former TikTok star who I think he was shot and killed But the way she even introduced the topic was she put up a picture of him on her show and asked the audience if they knew who he was. And then she said who he was and that he was dead. And her response to that was uh, to talk about how many TikTok followers he had. He has more TikTok followers than she had, but she has more Instagram followers. And she was like, oh, poor followers, as if they're losing something with him being dead and not necessarily the fact that he's dead. Um, I really don't understand why people even watch her show. Even when Gary Owen was on there a couple of months ago, he's going through a divorce, which his ex-wife has kind of made public. And she actually asked him out on a date uh, on the show as she's in the middle of this divorce and that's not a good look, but she's a classless individual. I would never support anything she does. Uh, I've never been a fan of hers and I wish she would be taken off the air, honestly. That's just my opinion because she contributes zero to the culture or to society. Um, And following along with that, I guess a week or so ago, Kanye West was supposed to drop his latest album, Donda, and people stayed up all night to download it at midnight, only to get a message that it's been postponed, he's pushing it back, and at this point, I will not support anything that this dude does either, after the stunt he pulled during the election, um, I can't support that. I can't give him any of my money i was somewhat of a fan of his from some of his earlier music but uh the past couple of years that dude has been on one and i can't support his nonsense um everything he did last year especially the election stuff and intentionally running during this time so he could take votes away from one candidate i don't agree with it. And of course he can do whatever he wants to do, but I choose not to support it and I would question anybody who does. And all of these people that sat up waiting for this new project to drop. I definitely question uh your character on that because th- this is not a somebody I choose to support, but hey to each his own. I can't worry about what other people choose to do and not do. And then since the last podcast, we definitely had an uptick in Karen moments, and a couple that stood out to me was the Karen freakout in Victoria's Secret, which could have been extremely dangerous, uh, and it's an extremely sad case. Uh, there was a, when the filming started, there was a black lady filming, and there was a white lady swinging at her. That's how the video starts. So when the white lady realizes that the black lady is filming her, she just freaks the hell out and started screaming and fake crying. And I say fake crying because really all she was doing was screaming and making a lot of noise, but I did not see one tear coming out of her eyes. And she was making this big scene. And a couple of things throughout this interaction that really kind of pissed me off. Um, was initially when the lady screaming at the black lady said she's filming get her to stop filming there was some white lady standing in line and this is in the middle of the victoria secret store and the white ladies looked at the black lady filming and said well why don't you just leave instead of addressing the person that's causing the scene they address the black lady that's recording and she's the one that's being harassed and accosted um that's the first thing that bothered me. The second thing that bothered me, uh, the white lady proceeded to chase the black lady around the store, literally, following her around the store, screaming at her, telling her to stop recording, and she's yelling, get away from me, and she's following the black lady around the store. Uh, eventually, security came. She cried at security, and what I take that back, the police came, not even security, they, they were in the mall. The police show up, and the police tell the black woman that they can't make her leave the mall. Uh, mall security will have to do that. Since when does mall security have more authority than the actual police officers? And this lady's on video swinging at the black lady. The black lady was assaulted, physically assaulted, and the police didn't arrest her or anything. And that had to be disheartening. Because again, you're the victim. She hasn't done anything wrong. From what we see in the video, the black lady had not done anything wrong. Uh, the white lady was the aggressor. The white lady was following her around the store, yelling at her, chasing her. And yet nothing is done. And then on the second um, Karen incident... I want to call out. There was a black guy leaving Walmart. And this Hispanic lady followed him to the parking lot. And saying that he stole her son's phone. And the black man was like, I don't have a phone. You see, I don't have anything in my hands. There's nothing in my pocket. But he said, I'll go back in the store with you. I'm not going to leave. Even though I know I haven't done anything. I'll go back in the store with you to figure it out. They go back in the store. The Walmart manager is there. They're talking. Uh, A couple of minutes later, the lady's son walked into the store. He had left his phone in the car. So, of course, the black guy being proven correct. He was like, okay, well, can I at least get an apology or something? She looked at him and said, go F yourself and walked off. When she was 100% in the wrong, she couldn't even give him an apology that he deserved. And I give him credit. Uh, I give both of them credit the black lady in the first incident and the black man in this incident for being calm. But I'm tired of black people having to be calm when they have been accused of crimes that they didn't commit. And especially once they're proven to have not committed these crimes and not getting uh, the apology or the the justice that they deserve as well, because being put in a situation where you're in a store, being accused of something, uh, it causes a scene, people are watching, and you know you're innocent, that's not a good place to be in, and then they just get to walk off free, Um, it reminds me of, I think it was a guy by the name of John Crawford, several years ago, who was in a Walmart He was walking around the store with a BB gun that Walmart sells. He was in Walmart with a product that Walmart sells. A white man called the police and said that there's a man with a gun in Walmart. The police show up and shoot and kill John Crawford. No questions asked. He had a BB gun. They shot and killed him. It was no drop your weapon. He didn't... uh, even have a chance to comply with orders or anything. But yet the guy that called the police, there were no charges filed against him for uh, a false police report. So <clears throat> these type of incidences can literally get black people killed. And it's just it continues to happen time and time again and I think part of the issue is um, well, I definitely think racism plays a part in it and we're just not seen we're not deemed to be or we're deemed to be more of a threat than anybody else and I was having a conversation with a friend of mine yesterday about a law that goes into effect in a month here in Texas where you can legally carry a gun with no license or anything and I think that's going to be very detrimental to a lot of minorities because right now if you're stopped police already approach you with caution anyway and it's going to be even worse knowing that it's legal for you to be able to carry a firearm in your car without a license so I think they'll be on an extended high alert um when dealing with minorities during traffic stops and I think this will lead to a lot of unnecessary killings Uh, I hope I'm wrong I pray that I'm wrong but I just have a feeling that this last um quarter of the year is going to be a difficult one. Uh, and lately, COVID has been back in the news heavily due to the, uh, the new variant of COVID, the Delta variant. And of course, people still not wanting to take the vaccine. Uh, you know, there's just so much misinformation. And I honestly blame, uh, partially blame the CDC because I don't think they should have recommended removing the mask mandate as soon as they did. Uh, Especially once they made those recommendations about uh, loosening the restrictions on masks. The Delta variant was still new, but we knew it existed. Um, So I do partially blame the CDC. Uh, I definitely blame stations like Fox News, OAN, or allowing people to go on to spread a lot of misinformation about the vaccine and about the COVID numbers. Uh, anyway, Tucker Carlson has done an injustice to all of us with a lot of the misinformation he's giving and I saw a clip of Fox News host and the clips always started with them saying I'm not a doctor or I'm not a medical expert but then they give false information about COVID or the vaccine and that's very dangerous because these people are giving out this misinformation intentionally misleading their audience and that's why a lot of these people are refusing to get vaccinated Uh, but i found it interesting that a lot of the top republicans have come out in support of the vaccine miss mcconnell publicly encouraged people to get it. Steve Scalise publicly encouraged people to get it. And I think the idiot Marjorie Taylor Greene did as well. But then you have people like Bobblehead Bobert, Lauren Boebert, who just got her GED um, a year or so ago. And how she made it to Congress is beyond me. But she's having these little rallies where she's talking about not getting the Fauci-ouchie which is her little nickname for the vaccine, which is so stupid. But it amazes me that people will listen to somebody like a Lauren Boebert, who didn't graduate high school, who got her GED, but won't listen to people who've, whose job is in infectious diseases. And this has been their career for 30, 40 years. They're actual scientists. But we just have a huge segment of the population that are idiots. And that's my opinion on that. Um, And also, Peter Ducey, and I've talked about him before. He's a Fox News journalist who's always at the press secretary's press conferences. Um, He asked the most ridiculous questions, but he asked a question to Giyosaki a couple of weeks ago. And that was, if the White House would consider working with former President Trump um, in releasing a statement about getting the vaccine. And her response, as it should have been, was if he cares about his supporters, there's nothing, he doesn't need an invitation to get, to tell his supporters they should get the vaccine. He doesn't need a White House invitation to do that. All other former presidents have done it. But why does he need? The White House to ask him to do that. If you really cared about his supporters, he should. You know, you should need a an invitation to do the right thing. And he wouldn't do the right thing anyway. Um, and speaking of that fool, now he has a new reason for his loss, and that's routers. He's talking about the routers that the voting machines were plugged into and if you get those routers there's going to be a lot of information coming out from the routers and obviously he doesn't understand how a router works a router does not store information but again that's just a catch word for him and his base to grab onto but they still think he's coming back next week uh, because the my pillow dude said he's going to be reinstalled on the 13th or the 14th so, once that day come and goes, they'll push it back to something else. Like they've been doing since the beginning of the year. Saying that he's going to be reinstalled. And that misinformation is causing a lot of issues too. And I just hate that these people have platforms to continue to give out that misinformation. Um, and then the Olympics. <clears throat> Initially, I was critical of the Olympics and I really wasn't going to watch. And I really haven't watched a lot so far. Um, but with the Simone Biles, uh, I guess, controversy, it has been very interesting. Uh, Simone Biles, she was the most decorate, decorated uh, female gymnastics gymnast uh, we have. And she withdrew from several competitions uh, due to mental health reasons. And she got a lot of backlash and criticism for that. They would say she's selfish and she's weak uh, because she withdrew. And gymnastics is a whole different animal. Um, the things that she has to do in a gymnastics competition... If she's not 100% focused, she could get seriously injured. And also, if she's not 100% mentally there, she could hurt her team. And I think it takes a big person to recognize that I don't want to hurt my team or physically hurt myself and withdraw and let somebody else take that spot. And the uh, women did fairly well. And she let other people shine and she was there every step of the way cheering on her teammates. Now I did just see that she's going to compete, I think, in the balance beam. But for these people, which probably supported January 6th, calling her weak. And um, I just read a comment today on Facebook where this lady said that Simone Biles is not a hero. Um... Again, she's weak and she's selfish because she uh, put herself first before her team. That's one of the most idiotic things I've ever heard because of the fact she knows she's not mentally there. She's not 100%. So why would you put your team's chances in jeopardy as well as your own? Uh, And you have all of these old white men sitting there criticizing her. Talking about how weak-minded she is. This is a 24-year-old who has um, dealt with sexual abuse. Uh, I think she was living in foster care, but yet she's uh, she's a gold medal winner. She has 27 gold medals between the Olympics and uh, I think it's the World Championships. Or the world games or something like that but 27 gold medals she has three moves that are named after her and she has three moves that she's the only female gymnast that have ever completed but yeah, she's the weak one so I'm glad she just blocked these people out I don't blame anyone for putting their mental health first you have to be able to take care of yourself first and the fact that she's there supporting her teammates um and still being a positive influencer role model i give her all the credit in the world for doing that and to all of the athletes they're representing um i give them credit it, it's an honor i'm sure just to make it to the olympics and even if you didn't get a medal or it was the silver or the bronze medal that's an accomplishment and something that you should be proud of so I give support to all of the athletes over there. But the thing that gets me is how um, a certain segment of the population think that your patriotism has to be what they think patriotism should be. Um, What some people don't realize is that their view of America is not the same as other people's view and their experience here in America is not the experience everybody has. Um, And I can attest to that. I've dealt with a lot of the racism and that's why I get tired of this uh, if you don't like it, you can leave mentality. But they're still here too. It's a lot of things they don't like here. They try to overthrow the government. If you don't like the government we have, why don't you leave instead of trying to overthrow it? but I'll save that conversation for another day. Um, this week's rebel middle finger goes to Greg Abbott. Uh, Greg Abbott has signed an executive order that allows uh, border agents to pretty much pull over any vehicle where they think an uh, illegal immigrant may be in. So basically he's giving them license to profile people at the border and i think that's going to violate a lot of people's rights and also he signed an order that uh our government offices cannot have any type of mask mandate or ask for vaccine cards to make sure you're vaccinated and right now we're headed back to lockdown because of the high number of cases we have uh, in texas and florida the cases are just steadily growing and one thing I've noticed is there are a lot of people who end up on ventilators who were anti-vaxxers and in a lot of cases people are asking if they can get the vaccine once they go to the hospital and they're being told it's too late and I just saw a story probably about an hour ago where there's a, a couple a husband and wife they have four kids The husband and wife both are on ventilators in the hospital, and they were both anti-vaxxers. And the sister of the wife said that right before she was intubated, her sister said, please make sure our kids get vaccinated. But a lot of people don't understand this until it hits home. Um, A friend of mine had posted something on Facebook the other day. Uh, She works at a university. And a lot of people there are wearing masks, which they don't have a mask mandate at the moment. But she was just proud to see her coworkers wearing masks and looking out for themselves as well as each other. And her cousin um, made a comment about how masks don't work. And she started posting uh, screenshots of tweets from people like Dan Crenshaw. Uh, And if you don't know who that is, you can Google. But he's not a expert on infectious diseases and that thread ended up being 40-50 comments back and forth about wearing masks and getting the vaccine and uh I choose not to argue with people about the vaccine I'm fully vaccinated if you choose not to that's your choice but if I choose not to be around you because of that reason or if um you are limited in the places you can go because of that reason that's all you um I didn't have any side effects other than somewhat of a sore arm. Um, And if there are long-term effects of me getting the vaccine, I'm 46. I'll be 47 this Saturday. I've lived a good life. It is what it is. But I would rather take the risk uh, than not. And I do feel a lot more comfortable being vaccinated because what we're finding is a lot of the due cases from the Delta variant, if I'm not mistaken, it's like 90% are cases of people that are unvaccinated. And even if a vaccinated person, you still can get COVID, but your symptoms um, from my understanding aren't as bad as if you weren't vaccinated. So I'm okay with taking that risk. And I know several people who work in the healthcare field, And a lot of these hospitals are uh, requiring their staff to be vaccinated. So, you know, some of my friends will have to make a decision. And one of them, she's against the vaccine. And, you know, I don't know what to tell you. That's what your job is requiring. Find another job if you don't want to get it. But I personally just don't understand the hesitancy um, that people have with the vaccine. And I'll say initially when they were first talking about it, I was hesitant, too, as a black man because of the Tuskegee experiment. But when the majority of people uh, decided to get it, like when my parents said they would get it, that kind of changed my mind. I wasn't anti-vax at all. My thing was, this is new. I want to kind of let the first couple of waves go through and see what the side effects are. But my parents both were like, we're ready to get back to traveling to kind of get back to some normalcy and they decided to get vaccinated. I did too. My brother did. Most of my, all of my immediate family were all vaccinated and a lot of the people I spend time with were vaccinated, but um, it is what it is. People can make their own decisions. I'm not going to argue with anybody one way or another about if they should or should not get it, that's your own personal decision. But with each decision comes consequences too. So they'll just have to live with them. And if for any chance I have side effects later on, know the choice I made and I'll live with it. Uh-oh. And finally, the quote of the week is, argument seeks a winner and disagreement seek a solution. And when you think about it, I 100% agree with that. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up for this week. Again, my birthday is on Saturday, so I may give a pre or post birthday celebration podcast. Until then, have a good week. God bless. Peace.